So this narration is from the Prophet وسلم, on the authority of Abdullah bin Mas'ud. May Allah be pleased with him. That Allah's Messenger وسلم, said that there is no servant, no person who is touched with either sadness or with worry, stress and concern. Except, and he says, or she says, Allahumma. So we're gonna go over this dua, from the beautiful dua from the Prophet And as you can see, it is about times of sadness, times of pain, times of worry, concern. So if this person turns to Allah, says, Allahumma, O my God, O my Creator, O my Lord. Allahumma inni abduk, I am your servant and the son of your slave, the son also of your slave. So my father and my mother are your servants as well. Your judgment is going to pass. It's going to be a reality. I can't push it back. Whatever you write to happen in, your, in my life, whatever you decide to happen in my life, it is fair and just. You only treat me with justice. I ask you, with every name of yours. A name with which you call yourself, you refer you to yourself with. Or a name that you send down in your book, in your revelation. Or a name that you taught to any of your creation. Or you kept this knowledge or the knowledge of this name to yourself. That you make the great glorious Quran as rain showers for my heart. And the removal of my stress and my agony. If a person says this, Allah would remove, Allah will remove. Allah will replace the sadness and the worry with joy and happiness. So the companion said, O Messenger of Allah, shall we not learn these words? The Prophet says, everyone who hears these words should learn them. So let's go over this dua. And it's not just words that we say, it's a way of life. It's a very profound hadith. It's a state that we get ourselves in. Allahumma. So first we call upon Allah, oh Allah, you are my Lord. You are the only one that I worship. You are the one that I, that I give my ultimate love to. My devotion belongs to you. You are the only one who deserves this. My Lord, there's a connection. Allahumma anta rabbi, you are my Lord. You are in charge of me. You are in charge of my affairs. You are my originator. I came from you. You created me. You brought me into existence. I belong to you. You are my Lord. 
You are my master. So here you define Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That's the first definition. The second definition, Allahumma anta rabbi la ilaha illa ant. No one deserves to be worshipped. No one has the right to devotion and ultimate love except you. Khalaqtani, you created me. You originated me. You brought me into existence with a purpose. Wa I am your servant. I am your slave. I'm your property. I am yours. I belong to you. So here you define yourself. These are the foundational definitions of life. Who Allah is and who you are. And then the relationship between you and Allah. I am your servant. I am yours. I don't even belong to myself. I belong to you. I don't even own myself. I came from you. You originated me. I don't have a necessary existence. I don't have an intrinsic existence. You brought me into existence. And thus I am yours. I am your property. And I am at your service. And I am obedient to you. You are the master. I am the slave. I am the servant. You decide and you say and I obey. That's who I am and that's who you are. And that's the nature of the relationship. So you put yourself where you belong. And you give to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala what he deserves. Ibn Abdik. It's not only that I am your slave and servant, but I am the son of your slave and my father, my ancestors. And this includes all of your ancestors till Adam alayhi salam. All of us are the servants of Allah. Ibn Amatik and my mother as well is your servant. This is a definition of all of us, including <coughs> the sources through which I came into this existence, my parents and their parents and their parents and so on. My affairs are in your hand, are under your control. When you decide something, it happens. When you write something upon me, it takes place. And this is, there's also a pledge here that wherever you, whatever you decide, I will follow, I will obey. I am here to fulfill whatever you want from me. I'm going to follow everything. Your judgment is going to come to pass when it comes to me, to my life. So this has to do with the qadr of Allah. Whatever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wrote down in the preserved tablet is going to take place. No one can push that back. So here you are acknowledging the might and the power of Allah. Whatever you judge, that's going to take place. That's going to happen. No dispute about this. Your judgment, whatever you allow to happen in this life, whatever you bring into my life, from you it is justice, it is fair. You never, you never deal someone a bad hand. You never extend injustice to your creation. So this is a recognition of what is coming to you from Allah. First, 
you recognize who Allah is and you define that clearly for yourself, then you define who you are clearly. And then you define the relationship between you and Allah and what is the communication from Allah to you. And you acknowledge that since Allah is the master, the Rabb, the Lord, that whatever He judges happens. And whatever comes from Him is good and is fair and just. So here you are referring to the Qadr, but it also has another meaning. Your qada in terms of legislation, because that's another qada from Allah. When Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, do or don't, halal and haram, the principles, the beautiful principles of Islam, of justice, mercy, of compassion, of truth, and the warning against the evil principles of injustice, oppression, harm, etc. All of that is fair from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah only commands that, that, that which is good. Indeed, Allah commands only that which is just and fair and Al-Ihsan, which is greater than justice, which is actually going the extra mile with doing good, excellence. Being kind to those who are related to you. Allah warns against lewdness and evil acts, despicable acts. That's what, that's what comes from Allah. Enjoining the good, forbidding the evil. Although Allah Himself, He is the one who defines good because good does not have any independent existence apart from Allah. Good is from Allah. Good is the definition of Allah Himself in Allah Tayyib. And everything that comes from Allah is good. And everything about Allah is good. So we say, Adlun Whatever you command is fair and just and is beautiful. This is not a compliment. This is not just a, an empty praise. This is an acknowledgement of a, of a truth. I ask you by every name of yours. Because Allah is complete and perfect and His names describe and denote His beauty and His perfection. So I ask you by every name of yours that you have given to yourself or that have used to refer to yourself or that you have sent down in revelation or that you have taught to any specific servant of your creation. Or that you have even kept to yourself, I ask you by all of your names, to make the Quran Rabi'a Qalbi. Rabi'a. But the meaning is rain. The Quran is rain, is hydration, is life for the heart. So you're asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to allow the Quran to occupy its place in your life, which is bringing life to your heart, awakening the heart. Because the heart without connection to Allah is dead. And you can live physically with a dead spirit with a dead spiritual heart. So you're asking Allah to make the Quran the source of life for your heart. And the light, the illumination in my chest.
and the washing, the rinsing away of my sadness and the removal of my stress and my agony. And then Allah would answer this dua. Now this is not, as, I, as we said, this is, these are not just empty words. There are facts and truths behind this. What the Qur'an does, if we allow the Qur'an to play its role, to run its course in our lives, things change drastically. Because what the Qur'an does, it gives two things. You wake up from the slumber of everyday life. You wake up to the bigger meaning of life. To your purpose that is built in you. And part of, part of you recognizes it. And that's why you seek meaning. That's why you have big questions about life. Why am I here? What is my life about? Why did I come into existence? What's the meaning of all of this? Where am I going to? What's going to happen after death? And the feeling that you need to do something valuable with your life. You need to make a good investment of your life. That's intrinsic to every human being. Where does it come from? That's the seed of faith in your life that can be, that can be grown with the rain and the water that is the Qur'an. You need to water it, that seed. So Allah says, A person who had been dead, but to whom we gave life, we revived, we brought this person back to life. And we gave, offered this person or granted this person light. This light helps this person navigate the path among other people. Is this similar to the example of someone who is dead and who dwells in darkness? And this is what we find in this hadith, the Qur'an. We're asking Allah to make the Qur'an as rain to revive our hearts and to be the light in our chests because that's what we need to navigate this world. And the Qur'an is the source for that. So when you read the Qur'an, when you embrace the Qur'an, when you stop placing conditions and expectations on the Qur'an because it's the word of your Lord, you stop placing conditions. You allow it to do its own work in your life with full submission. Then it's going to do its work. It's going to fix your inner workings. It's going to open your heart to see the reality of this life. To see paradise and the hellfire. And to see with a clear vision in your heart what you are meant to do with your life. And then it will give you the guidance, the light, as to how to navigate this world, the intricacies of it, the path that you should take. But the problem is we don't allow the Qur'an to do this in our lives. So in this dua, you're asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to let the Qur'an be what is meant to be in my life. The source of life, a revival, and a source of light. And with this, you can handle every situation. That's why when this happens, when this becomes a reality in your life, what happens? The sadness is repelled. The stress and the worry are removed. Allahumma inni abduk, ibn abdik, ibn amatik, nasiyati biyadik, maadin fiya hukmuk, adulun fiya qadauk, أسألك بكل اسم هو لك سميت به نفسك 
أو أنزلته في كتابك أو علمته أحداً من خلقك أو استأثرت به في علم الغيب عندك أن تجعل القرآن العظيم ربيع قلبي ونور صدري وجلاء حزني وذهاب همي وغمي